Okay, I'm just trying to explain. Okay, so in this house, we don't call them lozenges or cough drops. We call them suckles. Mm-hmm. Keith just went to acquire me a suckle because I'm high as fuck. And I'm trying to hold my shit together. And now Max is getting a suckle. No, put it in his mouth. Thank you. Come on. Uh, we need some emotional and physical no <laughs> intimacy, okay? It's like out. Yeah, there was yeah, no wrapper. That ones. is pretty intimate. You handed him a cough they're special because no they're, they're moisturizing <laughs> lozenges. They make your mouth wet. They induce... I don't know. I don't know it what moisturizes your, your mouth tissues. It makes your mouth wet, okay? That's the, <laughs> that's the most... I forgot who's who and what number is what, so we're about to... Ooh, I'm fucked I'm up. I'm three. Are you three? When I talk, you look at the no, thing that pops. You're one. Oh, I'm one now. Ooh. Ooh. That's right, bitch. Moving up, number one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm number three. I think Max is number two. Yeah. Ooh, Max is up Second so high. He's got a quiet voice. Hi, hello. Got a soft, sweet voice. This is Adventures <laughs> in Ruby. There you Ruby go. Pod. I'm Megan Tonjes. I'm Keith Batista. And with us today is our friend. Yeah. Just Max. <laughs> just What's Max. What's your last name? Do you not give it out? You can. You don't. We I'm, just I'm had a whole conversation about. Yeah, never mind. A whole <laughs> conversation about how we would never use our real names. <laughs> By the way, what's your social security what's, number? Uh, just, yeah, just like, for kicks. Hey, just like, <laughs> what? What's the first street what's you grew up type? on? Like, what was your first pet's name? <laughs> just got some questions. My first pet's name was Maxine. Oh, see, it was a, a girl, hamster. They're gonna log into your shit, girl. Maxine, because I think I must not have thinking about it. it. Might have been because it was my first pet, and a typical first pet is a dog, and a dog you would name Max. Mm. Uh, but I had a girl hamster, so Maxine. I love it's it. Probably, I'm making it up now. I don't my know. first, my first pet name was Oscar. Oh, because my parents got me a dog when I was in a bad mood. And what do you want to name him, Max? Fucking Oscar, like Oscar the Grouch. Wow, <laughs> that's pretty great. Wow. Is it a sweet dog? Perfect. That's his name. Twelve <laughs> years later, jokes, wow. running joke now. The first pet I had, I I don't remember if we had a dog or cat both at the same time before I was born. I so fish. we're gonna say both of them. I we had a dog named Kelly. And, just and a human ass just name. Kelly. It's a really <laughs> specific <laughs> human name, girl. A little, that. a little white Western terrier, just a little a boy or girl Kelly. It was a girl, a girl mm. Kelly, and uh, and then Richard. we had a cat named Cassius. <laughs> he had a Cassius <laughs> named Cassius. I'm assuming after Cassius Clive, I think that my dad named that animal. Is that Cassius. a box? Cassius. Or? Why do I know yeah. that name? Is it a box? Oh my god, I'm too high for this right now, girl. I don't know boxing. Yeah, just clay. It's you like got it. It's probably the most famous boxer of all time. Muhammad Ali. There we go. Oh, that's his real name. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. See? Yeah. Boom. Wow. I know sports things. But you know what? On, on anything where it asks what your first pet's name is, I didn't put either of those. I don't um, ever answer or use that one. Oh, I, I always, use a, my I default, use a random term. If I can choose the mother's maiden name, yeah, or that's so easy to look create up. a custom one. Yeah. I don't think you can look up my. I mean. Oh no! I like choosing the random ones that are like, uh, "Who is your Who is your maid of honor?" I'm not fucking married, but yeah, I'll answer a fucking name. <laughs> or like, good, you know, "Where's your dream vacation place?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I just use a set term for all of the questions. A it's dumpster. the same answer. It's a random <laughs> word for all of the questions. And then uh, interesting. So you. I learned that in college. I watched a friend of mine do that, and I was like, "Oh, you didn't actually answer the question." She was like, "No," but now I don't have to know what question they're answering me. I always have the same answer. So. It's crazy that it took somebody else to do that. Somebody else told me their ATM pin code was a word instead of numbers. Okay. So <laughs> Let's figure it out. <laughs> it'll be like dogs. Yeah. It'll be three, yeah. Three, whatever you mean. You right. Know, oh, I see, I see. I see. So she's like, Old I don't T9. remember a number. I remember the word. And I'm like, this is a fucking mind blowing. <laughs> <right now." laughs> 
Never Unless you're looking at like a QWERTY kind of a keyboard, I feel like I'd be like, oh, fuck. This is, I nah, You don't remember forgotten. doing T9, girl? Like J-K-L. Yeah, M-N-O. but in my, but in so my head, unless I'm looking at it, I don't remember what number went with what letters. You know Look what I'm at saying? it in your head, girl. I'm saying the day that we have devices that don't have a little A, B, C, D, E, F underneath it, and it's just the numbers, and you're like, I remembered the word. You're going to be sitting there like, fuck, was four on a D or a C? <laughs> the day that we don't have that, girl, Why you're not listening not to have the context because the future we'll happens fast. Girl, we get rid of a lot of shit because it doesn't make sense to it's us anymore. It's here forever, girl. Kids don't even remember <laughs> fucking CDs anymore. You, you gonna, think they're going to hold on to this shit? They're how else are you going to dial 1-800-O'Reilly's? We ain't going to dial saying? anything. We're gonna, in the future, we're going to think of O-O-O-O'Reilly's and we're going to just magically see their name pop up. Just think of the fact... Think I just of don't the, think we're ever going to get rid of it. But here's there was probably a time where you didn't think, oh, I'll... I'll have all these numbers and I don't have any of them memorized. Because yeah. we, we lived at a time where we had to memorize numbers yeah, to call them. we had them. a phone book. Do you now, remember that shit? Now like, I had a book in a numbers. drawer called our phone book. We'd yes. flip through and be like, what was Aunt Mumba motherfucker's write, yeah, name? Yeah, you'd write things down. I still remember the, the numbers of all the child, like the neighborhood children around me that I had to call that were friends of mine. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But like, there are kids today that like the idea of like, oh, who, what's your mom's number? They're like... <laughs> My mom's number. No idea. The fuck? It's just Could like not my tell little... you my girlfriend's number. Yeah, it's not kids today. I can't today. tell it's you anything. Now. Oh yeah, no, I know. I can't tell you guys what the fuck your numbers are. For those of you who don't know, you can always uh, submit questions to us through our website, which is at adventuresandremating.com. There's an online form you could submit and remain anonymous. Alternatively, you can send us an email directly to roommatepod@gmail.com. Hell yeah. Uh, we answer your questions and give you the best advice possible. And now with Max, our friend, who will also the give you advice. The best advice possible or the best advice we can give? <laughs> that we possibly can give. That we're we working, can we're working on the tagline for it. We're working on it. No, this is the best advice in the world. <laughs> um, Officially. Allegedly. We are in the Guinness Book of we are World Records. You, we are giving you advice. This is a scientific fact. Oh, Keith has got off the deep end today. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate sarcasm. He got some of these suckles, and it's all All right, on. just to start it off, just so you can go off. Uh, <laughs> this one is from Am I Megan's Worst Nightmare? Oh, no, it's a Pisces. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> it's a fucking Virgo or it's a Pisces. <laughs> it's a very short email. It's literally two lines. <laughs> Hello, Mom and Tanja's dad, Keith, an asshole-interrupting puppy. Uh, my name is Sasha. <laughs> Yes, you can say my name. Motherfuckers! Do that before we say the name. Sorry, we, we yell at our people to say, like, if you do yeah. or do they not want us to say it. tell us information we wouldn't have, because we never... Keith never goes, hey, this is from um, maxnosleeves at gmail.com. Like, just don't give us your name if you don't want us to read it. <laughs> um, I don't really have a question. I just want Megan to drag my astrology. Oh, oh, you ready for this? I'm too high for this. Continue. All right, she's got this three. This is the wrong she's podcast. Got, she's got her sun, Didn't her I moon, and her rising. Didn't I tell you little basic cunts to stop sending these to <laughs> me and Keith? <laughs> you guys send them to me and Michelle. Because... Before I reveal them, her question okay. is, is there any hope for me? Oh, no. It's a okay. Pisces. Here we go. So we've got Pisces sun. <laughs> bitch, bitch, we got a Virgo moon. <laughs> you ready for the rising, girl? It's Scorpio, is it? Girl? It's a Pisces rising. <laughs> I have no idea what any of this Oh my God, you're a Pisces and the world sees you as a Pisces, which means the world can't fucking trust you. The world can't trust you even though they fall in love with you. What was a Virgo moon? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah, Pisces sun, Virgo moon, Pisces rising. So give give me and Max the so explain this to Pisces. us because I don't know what any of this means. The sun is 
your sign. That's like that's who you truly are inside. Under the sun you were born, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you're a Pisces. That's a Pisces. The moon, it, it represents what supposedly you emo- how you emotionally processing. So they process things like a fucking Virgo, which sounds like, oh, they don't want to feel unless they're feeling the way that they think that they should. Like how this is how people <coughs> feel. Virgos are fucking out of their mind. Um, and then the world sees it as a Pisces. So, I mean, the world probably loves you, but they can't rely on you because you're wishy-washy as fuck and... So let me ask you a quick question. If I'm a Pisces sun, yeah. but a Capricorn rising, I don't Ooh. even know if that's possible. But the Ooh, point you're main, a Pisces and Capricorn close. But the main point is that <laughs> deep inside I'm a Pisces, yeah. but on the outside to others, you don't I seem appear like to be a Capricorn. Like my ass is a Scorpio. Is that correct? I appear to be a Capricorn. Yeah, okay. you're the most Capricorn Capricorn girl. No, no. no. But <laughs> if I if if I was a Pisces sun and a Virgo yeah, no, yeah. or and a, and a Capricorn things? rising. Yeah, I yeah. would look like a Capricorn to other people. Yeah, the rising is what you look like. Okay. Your sun is who you are. Your moon's how you feel. It sounds like just a bunch of ex- <laughs> excuses <laughs> to like. I listen. When they're wrong, you're like, I oh, wanted, well, then you must be at least a like, rising Capricorn. It's like I'm explaining to you Skyrim, okay? But it's like in my world. It's like something that brings me joy. Just let me go with it. I'm explaining you the rules of the world. I don't live don't my life by Skyrim, though. You don't rules have of the to world. live. But this ain't something, listen, this is just something that was fun, and then I started talking about it a lot. It's like No, we I just wanted about, to know what the rising, the yeah. rising is just how you appear to the yeah. world, right? I'm learning about this shit. I, I, you know what was interesting? And so I made that video with Dan, and and Stevie made one too, where it was like basically them dragging us about our signs. And I thought yeah. it was, I just like hearing about it, I'm like, oh, this is interesting. <laughs> Uh, but then I started flashing back to like as a kid, I totally remember growing up around astrology books and yeah. looking at the little Scorpio section and... You know, all that shit. You go to, like, fairs and stuff. And, like, I me- my mom had, like, went to, like, a psychic and shit when I was a baby. Like, my mo- my Catholic parents were definitely handing down some witchcraft to me in the midst of all this Jesus shit. So, I think astrology stuff's interesting. I think as- But, yeah, Pisces, Virgo, Pisces, bitch. Ooh, you sound like a fucking... <laughs> you sound... It's a Pisces, Virgo. You sound like all, oh all water on the outside and crazy on the inside. <laughs> Good luck and God bless. All right. Next question. Yes. Next question. Anything to add on on that, Max? (laughs) I just I I just think of people I've slept with that are Pisces, and then I take all their worst attributes and I talk shit about them. I know none of the signs of the people I've ever been with in my whole life. Could not even tell you. My my mom's actually a Gemini. You could. And a Taurus. Might be a Taurus. Your sister is a fucking. Sister's definitely a Cancer. I'm also dating a Cancer. Yeah. I just had somebody like tell me whenever people tell me my behavior or actions is because of blank. I'm like, okay, well, go fuck yourself. How about that? Are you a Libra? <laughs> what are you? You tell me. Ooh. I feel like you're something. Ooh, it is a good test. I feel like when I found out it's what you were, it's not a good test because it doesn't. <laughs> no, but I feel like when I found out what you were, I was like, oh, that makes sense. And now I can't remember what it was. What is, he, what is he? What does his rising appear to be for you? <sighs> I don't know any of that. Maybe he's a Virgo. Hmm. Aquarius. Oh fuck! That's what it was because yeah, I was see, like, of course that's no, exactly. no, no. of course okay. no, 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 that's no. what I meant because no yeah. because it was whatever it, makes so it was. Much sense now that no, I can read it in backwards, no, <laughs> I can reverse no, no, no. engineer it. Not, not because I think of you as an Aquarius, but because when I found that out, I was like, oh, I have so many. I had just been recently realizing how many Aquarius people that I know, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, of course, Max is someone I enjoy. It's an Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Are, are we a fan of Aquarii here? I talk a lot of shit about Aquarius. You talk shit about everyone. <laughs> Aquariuses are like. All right, I'm moving on from the first they time seem I was so, aware They from seem the so fucking. They seem so fucking calm on the outside. Inside, they just are like, I don't want to fucking feel any of this. How do I feel this? This feels like a new feeling all the time. As I don't like, let's yeah, push this all. down. 
I met a girl who was a Scorpio. She had a gigantic scorpion tattooed <laughs> oh, on that's her a back. Choice. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what is, are you Scorpio? That means like you She's look like, cool, but you're poisoned? She's like, yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> Scorpios are the best signs. But I'm a Scorpio wrapped in cancer clothing because How come I feel like the general, they shouldn't trust me. The general like, uh, you know, idea of a Scorpio is just violent. <laughs> That's your own interpretation. I seen Twitter moments being like, "It's Scorpio's SZN." <laughs> it's season. Uh, it's Scorpio. And it's like pictures bitch. of Beyonce burning a car it's in the background, or it's like Scorpio you know. is a water sign and it's the ocean on fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, shit. Or should I be scared of these Scorpios? Like, girl, yeah, you've lived with clearly. one for you've lived with one for six years, girl. Yeah, you're um, terrifying. Shit. I, that's what I'm saying. Think of the fucked up shit that I do, and I not laugh only about. are you gonna stick me. Yeah. Uh, what do I'm you gonna say, slowly die from that. What do you say about me every time that you fuck with me, and then I throw something back at you, and you're like, "See, that's what the fuck you do. You just wait." It's like when you try to when you say some shit to me. I just, oh, just I'm the like, other day. It's so funny. <laughs> well, I think this is you specifically. I don't know if it's a Scorpio. It doesn't have to be. Whatever but it's you have just to like Megan like will throw out insults like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she the moment like you ears. you singe her, she'll come back at you in response, being like, "Yeah, well, you're fucking ugly, and uh, your hair looks stupid, and like I she'll love just those. come My at aunt you." Used to do that. She's like, That's why your fucking dad laughed. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> you're like, yeah. "Oh, oh shit, damn! All I said was one thing." <laughs> you know that you know that image of the spider two Spider Mans pointing at each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nikki tweeted that one time. He was like, "This is what Todd just is like when you try to when you try to do the same thing that she does to you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like me pointing at myself. There's just something in me that I'm uh, always paying attention. This is a scary part of me. Are you? Um, you might not to things that you think I should be paying attention to, but I'm paying attention to other <laughs> stuff. I'm like remembering. You're paying attention to something at some point. It's like I don't remember what we talked about, but I remember that you 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 breathed in in a weird way when I said someone's name. So that means you probably don't like them, and there's a story there. Like that's the shit that I'm paying attention. to. Oh yeah, to. you oh, pick wow. up on the little details, detail oriented. Where your eyes are looking. You know, girl, because you just watched too much Buffy when you were young. That's or a lot TV. of X Files. A lot. You're of, looking for all those in. character hints. You about watch what's, movies with me. I'm always true. trying to guess like what's going to happen. Yeah, fucking yeah. way before it happens, and I'll throw out instead of just fucking letting it happen and enjoy the ride. I can't. I get stressed. I'll throw out like. 20 different possible endings and then when I get one of them I'm like see I fucking called it <laughs> um Brittany <laughs> does that all the time she's like is this that, that guy is he the killer is it yeah, like yeah. if you just wait literally four minutes <laughs> but if I guess everyone at some point then I'm gonna be right no matter be, what. I would have been right <laughs> by the time we get there <laughs> I hate myself um all right we going to another question or you got something else to say I was gonna say something about the scary part about me is I pay attention oh and then yeah and then when you try to fight with me you say something that pushes me i uh it just comes out and i can't stop it yeah it's vomit i'm like what are you insecure about i've been paying attention fuck you there it is and then i'm like oh wait that was a lot <laughs> didn't have to go that far i guess it could have just felt inside so we're done with the pisces virgo pisces the universe is done with that <laughs> that's, All right. that's a lot this one's a bit long Stay blessed um this next one's subject <laughs> is my landlady is going to drive me insane please help and I feel like we've never gotten like a landlord. Oh my god, I don't think we have either. Did you know email I was a before. Landlord? You were a landlord? Yeah. That was like my first real job. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine Max showing up. Your first up real job to pick oh, up landlord. that check. Uh, how was that experience? 18-year-old you. It was insane. I was yeah, I was like 19 and I was telling Oh, you've told me some of this stuff before, like yeah. Be adults and I was like you can't party too much. Wasn't there uh, someone yeah, that locked know, their their dog I love, away? That was one of the worst days ever. Somebody they like went on vacation and left their dog in the apartment. We get all these calls. It's like Friday night. I got a million phone calls from all these tenants and they're like, we hear this dog barking nonstop. Like, you got to do something about it. Call the guy. It doesn't pick up. Finally, like it was close to my house in Cambridge. So I drove down there 
And I hear him, and I open the door because I have master keys. Also, the cool thing about being a landlord is you have master keys to everybody's <laughs> In house. Right, right, right. We're not talking about snooping and creeping and stuff. <laughs> oh, and like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like writing down stuff. The I'm like, danger. oh, look at that. Oh, well noted. All right. <laughs> and this fucking dog uh, was, he had leashed the dog to like a kitchen cabinet wow. and put a shitload of food and a shitload of water and the dog and just like left. Whoa. And uh, so I unlocked, uh, and the dog had like wound himself up and gone crazy and was like choking himself. He'd wrapped himself around uh, wow. little Jack. This is the greatest dog of all time. There's shit everywhere too? Yeah. Yeah. And because uh, he was scared. Too, Jesus Christ. And so I, I unclicked him and I finally got a hold of the guy and he was like, yeah, sorry, it's uh, my girlfriend's dog. We're away for the weekend. I'll be back on Monday. You can just throw him in my car if you want. What? And I was like, oh yeah, I'm not God. doing that. I'm taking him. And so I just took him home. Wow. Max was <laughs> like, this is my dog now. Yeah. And so I had I had him for the weekend. He was the sweetest fucking dog. All he wanted to do was sit on my lap, obviously, because he was traumatized. Yeah, yeah. And I, I guess probably saved his life. Can we talk about how within that scenario, there's not one idiotic person. There are two idiotic people. Yeah. There's that girl who that's her dog who's like, yeah, that's OK. Just lock him up time to the thing. And another guy that's like, yeah, that seems normal. That's what we do with our family pets. Yeah. It's like how when, did you find each other? It's like when we watched that video about the children who grew up with serial Killer parents. Oh my god, we were watching Haunted. Yeah, it's a series on Netflix. Fantastic. Only the two, first two episodes. Are really I, I even good. even then, I was like, can you imagine like finding someone killers. else that you love that also <laughs> happens to be cool with killing people? Like, and you guys don't believe? Oh in yeah, true love. like like they found you know you they found love in a hopeless place. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> and then they had kids too. Like, and then they had kids, weird. and then they killed a bunch of random people. You think they wouldn't even be able to be like? Social enough to that have kids. That was a kid. show. We've been really on a TV binge this past the past <sighs> few weeks. My throat's so... Um, you need a suckle suckle? No, I'm good. Suckle? I just want to get to this email. Oh, you're right. I just read the, <laughs> the title. I was going to say really quickly that we watched The ha- the Haunting of Hill, Hill House. House, which was so fucking good. It was great. Uh, we wa- we're watching Sabrina right now, which is pretty Sabrina's good. Sabrina's really good. I think I, I don't know if I like it better, but it's more it's, fun. It's a very different, <laughs> yeah. very, very different show. Um. And I'm obsessed with Ambrose. That's it. Ambrose. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, my landlady is driving me insane. Please help. All right. Okay. Here we go. Dear, dear Mom and Todd, Daddy Keith and Sweet, Angel Baby Margot. Spelled Margot wrong. You guys, I'm, I'm going to start docs and points, <laughs> honestly. I'm a longtime <laughs> listener and a first-time caller. My husband and I recently moved... Next. <laughs> my husband and I recently moved into an adorable basement apartment with cheap-ass rent. Uh, the reason it's so cheap is because our landlady is my husband's aunt. Oh, no. <laughs> Moving in with family. Before he moved in, my husband had barely had a conversation with his aunt. Uh, Mm -hmm. My father-in-law came from a very verbally and physically abusive farming household Mm. and is the youngest of nine. Jesus. Uh, Throughout their entire childhoods, my father-in-law and his siblings were pitted against one another, screamed at, beaten by their father, and manipulated by their mother. Only some of the kids actually had to work on the farm because mom and dad picked favorites, so most of the siblings still had rivalries and grudges against each other. Mm. My father-in-law turned out the most normal of all the siblings because his response was to move out the day he turned 18 and to not get involved in all of the family drama. Smart play. Which means that my husband has barely any relationships with his aunts and uncles. My husband's grandfather recently died. Bye-bye, asshole. (laughs) 
Oh, in, in parentheses. I, I, I want to be some of these family gatherings. Like you wrote this Ooh, God damn. Uh, and, uh, and at the funeral, we got to meet and get to know all of the aunts, uncles, and cousins. One of the cousins mentioned the basement apartment to us. Mm. It was in the area we were planning on moving to for my husband to go to grad school. And after we checked it out, it seemed perfect. Mm. It really has <laughs> been great so far, but I've had some struggles with my husband's aunt. She's a really nice lady and very generous, but tends to overstep some boundaries. She's never done anything like burst into the apartment uninvited or unannounced, but will often knock on the door Mm. just for a chat or to invite me to McDonald's or to come give her an opinion on curtains she's hanging or something. It's like having a roommate instead of a landlord. I work from home, so these interruptions can be... Well, just don't answer your fucking door. Uh, I I mean, she probably knows your home, though. Um, Yeah. I just put headphones on. Oh, I didn't hear you. Yep. I work from home, so these interruptions can be pretty inconvenient for me. Uh, When I don't answer her texts immediately, she complains the next time she talks to me, even though she knows that I'm working. (sighs) Yeah, move out. I'm already feeling it. Like, move out. Uh, She already has asked me multiple times to give her voice lessons. I'm in no way qualified or interested in teaching voice lessons since I took them way back in high school and I don't do a whole lot of singing in my adult working life. She sounds like a really lonely woman. Yeah. Like wants to hang out. But she's insisting that I can help her. Both my husband and I have told her to search YouTube Mm -hmm. for some voice lesson videos, but every time we suggest that, she acts like it's the first she's ever heard of that option. Mm. She also constantly talks about her siblings and how they're squabbling and fighting over their mother. Uh, It's so emotionally draining to talk to her about, and it's pain that I don't know how to help her with. And my in-laws usually try to come visit us quietly, not because they don't like her, but because they don't want to hear about all the family shit that she seems incapable of not bringing up. She also gets much... This just sounds like family in Michigan, is what this sounds yeah. like. It's, it's just so like so involved. Everyone, and you can't, like, what do you say? Do you say, like, ah, uh, like, because you're going to get talked about, and it's going to be a big deal, and oh, God. Every sentence starts with, like, oh, my God, did you hear about uh, Janice? There's just no like, boundaries. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, she also seems to get much needier uh, when her husband isn't home. So, yeah, I think... You got a husband? That is a curveball. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I, I thought she was alone. I thought she was like alone. a widow, you know, 20-year wow. widow. Well, no. So she's still annoying her even with a husband, which wow. means that It seems like that she just needs, like, not. constant social... Yeah. Like, a very, she's, like, a very out uh, extroverted. I mean, um, I, I think that in the short term... You should put some headphones on during the day. Put your phone on. Do not disturb. Have one of those auto do not disturb messages yeah, but that's and still gonna and work. Come back. Well, I but I know, but like you're teaching on your I own level. You you're teaching her boundaries. that you're not gonna be. Well, yeah, but she might communicate that. I mean, that's the first step. But then I think in general you have to enforce that in a way, and like so a way that you're you're doing work. You have your headphones on. You're not paying attention to your phone. You're getting your work done. So when she tries to reach out to you during the, from the hours of nine to six and you don't answer and all of a sudden you come out at nighttime, she's learning that like, oh, regardless of what I do, she's not available. So I'm going to have to reacclimate myself to whatever the fuck I was doing before. But in the long term, I think you should move out. Well, we still got one more paragraph. Oh, fuck Oh, me. my God. Jesus uh, <laughs> Christ. Well, this is the problem with this family. They just go on too fucking yeah, long before doing anything. Yeah, long-winded motherfuckers. Uh, overall, my husband and I have enjoyed getting to know this side of the family better, and it's nice to be invited to family events and parties, but it's the little interruptions and favors that make us a little nuts. Mm. Uh, really, my trouble is trying to maintain a healthy balance of landlady and aunt-in-law. Mm. Or aunt-in-law. Uh, uh, it's hard to say no to her since she's literally in charge of our living situation and we pay her money to live there. Yeah, but you pay her yeah, money pay to her live money, there. Although it might be discounted. That's true. I don't think she'd ever intentionally leverage our apartment against us, but that power imbalance is still there. We really don't want to have to move since I'm the 
only one that can work right now, and we really do love the apartment. For some reference, this woman is in her early 60s, and mm-hmm. any advice would be much appreciated. Love you both. Also, just for Megan, I'm a Sagittarius, and my husband is a goddamn Taurus. Damn, they really want your reactions to... <laughs> I don't know why this is the, the new crazy... moon and stars, girl. girl. They, when I open up a Q&A on Instagram, can I tell you, I get like 60 questions <laughs> with just their rising, their moon. They're just like, tell me about myself. Tell me why I'm fucked Maybe up. Maybe they should like go to school. Now, first of all, let me tell you a little something. Regardless of what I know, I know that anyone that's asking, <laughs> tell me how fucked up I am to a stranger on the internet is fucked up. And so all I'm going to do is tell you basic shit that people do that's fucked up. And you're going to agree with it. Here's my advice. <laughs> I would be setting boundaries. I'd be like, Aunt Lydia, whatever the fuck your name is. Damn, that's from Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> Aunt whoever, I love you and I love what you're doing for us. But like I work from home. And so from the hours of 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., uh, it's, it's considered a job for me. And mm-hmm. I can't be interrupted yeah. or I can't help you. Like I take my job very seriously. And, yeah. and it's important to me that I can that maintain time. That, time yeah, that time for my job. So I need you to respect that, you know. Yeah, maybe we can maybe we can have dinner it. together once a week or twice a week, and yeah, or even like a set some, day. Yeah, some kind of like so you're giving her that, but it's not so at her will on the daily. To. I mean, like I said, I think long term, if this is an issue, I don't see this six year old woman magically changing no, in her not. in her own home when she's renting something out. I think that renting from family is very complicated because any other landlord, if they're doing something fucked up, you can say, hey, actually, this thing I signed, it says you can't do this, so mm-hmm. please stop. Mm-hmm. Um, but with family, there's all these boundary issues. It's just too hard. So I think long-term, start saving to move out and find something comparable. You ever see that meme where this, the guy is like, sorry, I bothered you with my friendship? <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't I'm seen I'm sure it. this lady is just like, oh, I love some friends. I love hanging out. Yeah, she want, but she wants you to be her friend, her teacher, her therapist. Yeah. Her, You're filling a lot of roles. She needs attention, yeah. it seems like. I do, I do needs... get a little bit where she's coming from. She's probably yeah. so psyched. Sure. But yeah. the husband thing, that was a total curveball. Yeah. Because I'm like, married. you have... A fucking husband. Yeah, you, know, you I'm have someone to bother. Like, I mean, maybe <laughs> so. she hates him. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, she, I'm sure she's looking at this, and I'm sure this person is really nice to her, and they get along really well, and all these things, and so she probably is just excited to have a new friend. Or, hmm. I know this person works from home, but... Murderer. Like I said... <laughs> I mean, when we were talking basement apartment, my mind definitely was on murderer, but, you know... Well, like I said, either explain to her, hey, like, when I'm home during the day, like, I'm working, you know, it's pretend mm-hmm. like I'm working, or you could... Literally, I don't know what your job entails, but if you go to a coffee go shop, to a or coffee something, shop, so that, like get yeah. out at least of the, the house, at least in the beginning, so that she just thinks, she, oh, she's not home. They're not right. home. Lock the door. Don't answer it. Put headphones on. That's what I'm saying. And just don't like, put your office like, hours but, but up. Put your office hours up on the front even, door. You don't even have to like <laughs> when they ask you for explanations to this kind of stuff. You don't have to be emotional about it. You could just be very matter of fact of like, oh yeah, I work from nine to six. Yeah. And then if people keep pushing you, you're like, no, those are my office hours, so that's when I'm working. It, like almost like yeah. you don't understand why they would be upset about wait, you can't hang out. Like, like if you maybe, yeah. if you make people explain out loud how idiotic something sounds a lot of times, they'll just back off because you just there's no emotion behind it. There's nothing to feed yeah. off of. It's just matter of fact like that, oh that's when I'm working. And a lot of times why like, would the I pick biggest up the phone? thing holding you back is like you are worried about saying that out loud. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to hang out with you. Mm. But once you just say it and just sit in that like eight to ten seconds of awkwardness, <laughs> then you're golden, you know? Yeah. So just... Yeah. There are just ways to, to talk about it, I think, and to get the message across. And if you don't, like I said, again, long term, I think moving out would probably... A smaller place but a quieter place might be worth it. Yeah. This is all really good advice. Terrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the rest of your family how annoying she is. Oh, yeah. Oh, and make them all hate her. Let it come all the <laughs> way back around. 
And they'll start being like, oh, wow. fucking Lydia. I think this is our new favorite, sec- <laughs> the, the new series. And then, at like, then, the, then she doesn't get invited to the barbecues anymore. And then wow. she hates you. And you do passive aggressive shit to each other's house. Yeah. Wow. Egg, egg her house. <sighs> Their house. I love it. Um, also, fun fact, basement apartments are letters, not numbers. Ooh. So if I'm in apartment F, it's probably in the basement. Oh, interesting. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to think because I lived in a basement kind of apartment. Well, it wasn't a basement apartment. It was like a ground floor level apartment. Is that a basement? My, my, is that a basement? That's no, a basement? it's a ground level. It's, ground, it's garden level. That's but it's, it's below, the, most of it's below the ground. So I have a question. It's like half basement, half like, it's oh, called I called a hobbit hole. Because our window <laughs> in Pennsylvania, <laughs> I hate Technical both of you. term. Y'all can get off the podcast. In, our, in my Pennsylvania apartment, the edge of the window was right at grass level. Yeah. And then we were down below. We called that garden because oh, it was better garden. than hobbit hole, I guess. Yeah, fair. I love that in my 20s. and my 30s, I'd be fucking miserable. I'd be like, I need more light. <laughs> I need... Yeah, people who, yeah. You forget <laughs> I was how like, much light. It'd be dark as fuck, and then I'd just like walk up to the window and just have half a window and be like, yeah, this is good. Getting just <laughs> enough. <laughs> I'd come home. Margo would be sitting on the windowsill looking out at the grass. like, yeah, we... like starving from Aww. sunlight. She never like looks out this window. She'll no. probably fall right behind the couch. If she oh, tries. she'd be she's falling behind a lot of Whoop. couches, please. Imagine you came home and she was just stuck there. Oh girl. When I first got her as a puppy, she fell behind my bed when I was sleeping. Oh, and I just woke up and I heard little scratches and I looked behind me and like she was right behind me, just like holding herself up. Like she'd fallen mm. behind my bed in the wall. Oh. And she was so little. So then did you help her or did you just move nah, away? No, I just watched her and I laughed. <laughs> I laughed and pointed at her. <laughs> I just held treats like just above her head. All right, next question. All right, I'm going to let you guys choose. Okay. Uh, we choose have these two different subjects here. We've got one okay. that says, should I protect my abusive ex's new partner? Oh, God. Or... Uh, Whatever the other one is. <laughs> online friends turned on me. Yeah, online friends turned one. on yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the All other right. one, I'm too fucked up to go that right. that deep and dark. The, the other one, run away. <laughs> yeah, just uh, ooh, try to inform people and don't ooh. Oh, this motherfucker. All right, here we go. <laughs> Dear Mama Tanjas and Turtlebird Keith. And the shining light in all our lives, baby Margot, still spelled Margot wrong. Wow, god damn it. I want to I want to support you. It's I that rooted, T girl. No one I realizes rooted, there's a T in it. I was no rooting for a, you. It's M A R G O. What? Instead of M A R G O T. It's I'm I was rooting for you guys. Keith is we wearing a Keith is wearing a fucking Margot shirt right now. I'm wearing a Margot shirt. Very nice. <laughs> okay. It's a vintage shirt. It's Where cool. can we get that shirt? You can't. I they're in my apartment. I'm the only one that has those. Etsy. Etsy. Maybe I'll put them on Poshmark. So far, so cute. That's your <gasps> Etsy store. Wow. Done and done. Lock it up. All right. Fucking notes yeah, go get it now. Podcast, go get it now. Piece of shit. Oh, it was a good idea, right? Type that shit up. Uh, it's cool if you say my name. It's Jake. So my question for you guys has <laughs> to do Jake. with online, but that's the correct order, right? It's cool we say it, and there it is. I just love that. Any, Instead of it's Jake, don't say my name. If I were writing <laughs> in for advice, I just don't even think my mind would think I should introduce my name first. I would just be like, here are the details. Don't tell anyone in the dark of the night. Here yeah, it I is. Like my, my name's in the email. Anonymous. <clears throat> oh, this is interesting, actually. So my question for you guys has to do with online gaming. Oh. So it's more geared towards Keith, because yeah. I figure he might wow. have been in a situation like this. Wow. But also, it's something Megan could answer, because it is friendship-related. Oh, and fair. also, Max can also... I've experienced a friendship. I don't think Max is qualified to answer this question. Um, well, I thought I had two friends, but... Yeah. I mean, it's a word. Sounds like it's just a bloodbath. It's so... <laughs> do you play... Are you, do you game a lot? 
No, no, not at all. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, uh, so a couple of weeks ago, my friends and I were playing Overwatch together, and in that group was my partner and I mm. and two of my friends. Uh, one of my friends named, quote, Jason, uh, kept being rude to my partner throughout the game, and afterwards my partner said, why would you let your friend treat me like that? So I really sat down and thought about it because Jason has had problems like this in the past to the point where I didn't play with my normal group of friends because they were always playing together, and he had gotten in a fight uh, with me over something small. I already checked out. I don't even know yeah. what the fuck's happening anymore. Wait, which one's Jason? <laughs> wait, which, wait, which one did what? <laughs> one of my friends named Jason. So I think we've got okay, Jake. Yeah. Okay. We got Jake's who's got first, a partner. The first problem is we can't have multiple J names in the same friend group. Yeah, especially J-A names. Jason and Jake. So Jake's got a partner. Okay. Um, and then there's Jason, Jason who seems to be like partner. a dick being mean to Jake's partner. Okay. Um, Jake's being mean to partner. Okay. Yeah. Jason Rude to my partner throughout the game. And afterwards, my partner said, oh. why would you let your, your friend friends. treat me like yeah. that? So it's sort of saying, hey, Jake, your friend Jason was being an asshole to me. Why'd you let that happen? Wait, is this partner like romantic partner or like a game partner? What the fuck is this? Yeah. The uh, term partner? I don't know yet. Like a okay. magi- a magician partner? Because I was like, wait, is this just someone that you play with sometimes? But if it's someone that you're actually romantically involved with and then you're like, oh, their friends are, were talking shit to them. And now their their significant other is like, why were you letting them talk to me like that? Yeah. Ooh, that's I'm why we don't play video think games I with read the boyfriends. First, <laughs> the first email. Um, nah. So it goes on to say stuff about how. Um, okay. Ba, 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 didn't play with another group of friends. With all that being said, he called one of our friends Tina in quotes fat uh, when she wasn't online, and all of us said saying that wasn't cool because she struggles with her body image. I told her what happened, and she was on my side. And I told all the people in the group, I wish to not hang out with him and my mm. partner, partner, Tina, and I, these are run-on sentences. Oh, wait, uh, the partner is Tina that he's calling fat. My partner, Tina, and I were not going to hang out with him. Everything was fine, okay. and the other half of people who still liked him kept it separate and made time for me until Jason talked to everyone in a group, excluding my partner and I, mm-hmm. and now Tina forgives him. I feel like this is like a high school. Like, this feels so My God, so Tina Fratinelli said this about Jason, blah, blah. This um, so young. So, so, would love this story. Group and everybody oh my God, this, like the, this okay. is like the next generation of like friend issues, like gaming. They're so being everyone's in the end, everyone's still friends with him, even though I addressed my okay. problems and they agreed with me. But now they all say that they can't cut him out of my life for various reasons. None <laughs> of us, none of those being that he's a good friend. So yeah. with all that being said, <laughs> how should I talk to my friends about how he's not good for them, <laughs> even though I said that and they said I guilted them because of what I said? Ooh. We can't possibly not play with Jake. You know how much how good he is at Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> why would you why would you take that from us? Yeah, you're all they're all acting like they live with him. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Um, okay. So let's wait, can we break the problem down again? Let's break the problem down. I think Jason is just a dick. And okay. it seems like when he's a dick, he splits this group of friends that all play games together. Yeah. And it seems like after every time he does this, eventually they all come back around and become friends again. Yeah, but you guys don't want to come back but around the, and be friends again. But Jake is like, I'm kind of tired of it. Yeah, I'm over it. How do I talk to my friends to tell them yeah. that yeah. Jason is not somebody that we should all be talking to or associating with? Um, that's um, going to be tough oof. because you can only you, can only you do can't so make much. people do something, right? You can only tell them so much and tell them what your opinions are in regards to this person. Yeah, but still, it's like. You know, I suspect there's more sides to the story um, on one hand. On another hand, uh, 
On the yeah, other hand, y'all are gaming friends. You know, ultimately, like, they're going to make their own decisions. So yeah. even if this guy is problematic, toxic, whatever you want to call him, it sounds like you got, y'all are pretty young. You're all playing Overwatch. And the way the email was written, it seems like, yeah. I would say high school maybe, maybe middle school. Um, this is going to happen more and more. You're going to be in groups of people, and then parts of you are going to start splintering off. You know, and then you're going to add other combinations to you. I think that you and your partner don't like how this guy acts, so you don't want to play with him. So you're not going to make yourself available to play with the group when he's around. But by sending that message, you have to understand there's also a very real consequence to that, which is the minute you know better and you do better and you want better for yourself, you move in a direction that not everyone else is going to necessarily follow you because they haven't had the same experience yet. So, you know... This might be one of those things where, like, however much time from now, when these friends have a similar experience, they might come to you and be like, oh, hey, you were actually right. That guy was an asshole. Let's play together. Or you might have to find new friends to play with and let them just do their thing. Because you can't do that kind, that constant, like, oh, you're playing with him? I'm not going to hang out <laughs> with you guys today. Like, that's just, that, that's so much energy that you're just giving. Like, so much power you're giving away. But you do like, do that. You just take the emotion out of it. You're like, oh, okay, if, if, is Jason coming? Yeah, but this cool. seems, well, this seems young where, like, you got, you got to be conscious of getting the emotion out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's going to be read a certain way, talked about amongst that group a certain way. Like, you might as well just, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. I mean, look, we all have a group of friends in which there's usually there's one person that we, that like. we all kind of don't like or yeah, is like is the true. problem of the group. That is true. And I don't know. I'm a little bit torn about it because, yeah, you don't necessarily want to associate with that person. But on the other hand... I can tell you what I'd do. They are a friend. I can tell you what I would do. <clears throat> I would play with the group and I would use every opportunity that what's-his-face, Jason, Jake, whatever the fuck, is Jason. being an asshole. I'd be like, watch this. And I would just like go at him. I would make sure I was funnier. I was knocking his shit down quicker. <laughs> I would. Oh, you would just throw it back. Oh, out? yeah. Oh, but he's you gonna be the, he's gonna be the asshole call him of the group. Fat or no, no, I don't have to. Yeah. I don't have to call you fat. I can call out your soul. <laughs> I, I can break you down <laughs> yeah, just like, based on the relationship with your parents. Are you kidding me? I've been yeah. <laughs> if anything, I'm in a position as someone that's been playing with you for however long, and I've listened to you that I know exactly what the fuck makes you tick. Yeah. And so you know what? All of a sudden, you're you're calling my partner or whatever fat. Or you're saying something that's you're being an asshole to someone else in the group, and no one feels like they can stand up. I'm gonna say some shit make it a little uncomfortable or you just all mm-hmm. agree to when he does do that shit just be like Call him out. not cool jason shut up it's not cool hey jason putting you on mute for now cool you're in the corner for five minutes <laughs> yeah you know honestly sometimes people i mean listen i'm not saying be friends with assholes or stay friends with assholes but what i'm saying is that sometimes it's not always a matter of like they're just an asshole and blah 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 sometimes you have to have enough nerve to step to someone and say yeah this shit not cool and sometimes it takes that happening once for someone's ego to be bruised enough or them to be like broken mm-hmm. down enough. They're like, oh, fuck, I, wanna, I don't want to lose friendship, so I guess I'll tone my shit down a little bit. Or, yeah. you know, like glass half full. Maybe he doesn't know that his behavior is yeah. shitty and that he's like actually hurting your feelings. Maybe he thinks he's being funny and everyone likes it. And so for someone to say We like, all have had hey, that. Dude, I mean, you know, relatively speaking in gaming... You know, that he could be saying much worse things. That is true. <laughs> Not that I'm excusing but maybe, you know, it, but... Imagine if you were being unintentionally mean to your what you thought were your yeah. like, best friends, and then someone was like, dude, you're kind of being a dick. And you're going to lose how. us. You'd be like, oh my God, thank you for telling yeah. me. But I think we've Not all then, had that. We've all had a friend line. that we said something that Goes we thought was far. funny, and they were like, actually, I was really sensitive about that. Mm-hmm. And then you feel awful. But it's not like you but always realize it at the time. And then better. you change, yeah. yeah. 
And so, if he doesn't change, then fuck him. Just yeah, I'm down to give most wait, people a chance. Just wait until you get like a job in which you're on a team, and there's and one you person fucking you hate, hate everyone, and you have to work with them. Oh yeah, you that's have to make true. it. You don't have to be playing Overwatch with that these is people. The, <laughs> that is the truth. That, there's a great point. Well, this is a great, you know, training just to how to deal with pricks. Exactly. In, in, figure out figure out how to deal with it because right now you can choose your proximity to this person. You know, so use it as a learning experience. Good luck. So the alternative. You start floating a lot of weird rumors about him. <laughs> Why is Max the devil on Just this podcast? Years of subtle psychological warfare. <laughs> Just bad then, advice. You know oh, I used to love me. I used to do a little series called Bad Advice, and we would, <laughs> we would get questions. Me and Gunnarola did a few of them. And we would just give him the absolute worst fucking impossible <laughs> advice. I need to bring it back. Maybe Max, he'll be in my next episode. Mm. We would sit there and we'd be like, they'd be like, you know, I really, um, I really have a crush on this guy and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know what to do. And I'd be like, you know what you should do is you should sleep with all of his friends. <laughs> First thing, have you slept with all of his friends? You should make sure that you're like on a lot of Snapchat stories. With so him. you're always invited to parties. Always invited to he's parties. He's that with his friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, yeah, I just had like a whole list of things that we did that was bad advice. Then we give it good advice at the end, but I think I just kind of want to start doing it completely bad advice and see people get upset in the comments. What not to do. What not to do. What not to wear. What not to be. <laughs> it's my new show. Should we move Sweet. on to another question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in a good place. I could podcast all day. All right. So this is an interesting one. This uh, subject is, my boyfriend doesn't like dogs, and I went and break got up. one. Break yeah, up. Oh, break that, up. Oh, yes. You know what? Congratulations. You made the right yeah, how choice. How about you let me finish my sentences nah. Congratulations. before you fucking ruin punchlines? That's punch the lines. right choice. Hi, Mom and Dad. Y'all are beautiful. Let me get this out of the way so you don't have to guess. I'm a non-binary, 22-year-old Aries Taurus cusp. <laughs> Can we say your name? There's no name. Okay, oh, uh, see, all that information you gave me. I could do Aries. without the t- I can tell Aries you're... Taurus bullshit. Aries but, uh, Taurus. I've dated my current boyfriend yep. for about three years. Uh, we both live alone, but close to each other. Mm. So, uh, like the title says, I got a dog a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. He knew I've always wanted... To get a dog, so he didn't have anything against it, even though he is not a dog person. Mm. However, I I underestimated just how uncomfortable he is around dogs. He doesn't want me to go to his apartment with the dog because he hates dog hair and the smell of dogs. (laughs) He also... Seems Satan. Oh, you should have children with him. Oh, I know plenty of people like this. Uh, He also seems really uncomfortable being at my apartment because of the smell and the hair. Oh gosh. Um, He's nice enough to sleep here once every couple of weeks, and I usually go to his apartment without the dog to spend time with him. Uh, Without the dog being around, everything is like it used to be. But with the dog, but with the dog, everything feels weird and tense. It does feel like the dog has come between us a little bit. Well, yeah, you brought this upon yourself. Uh, And I'm afraid it'll slowly make us grow apart. I'm not expecting this relationship to last forever since we're just babies. But I am still scared of losing him since we both still very much care about each other. We also have the same friend group, which makes things even more complicated. I have my own dog. I'm sorry. Wow. I have my own friends, too. But I'd hate to lose everyone in our mutual friend group. I love my dog, and getting rid of him obviously isn't no. an option. Well, actually, it is. Uh, do y'all think Don't he'll get used to it? And is there something I can do to make it easier for him? Is he allergic or something? He can't be allergic if he's staying over there every once in a while. I suspect... So what I can say is that I had a friend that was very much like this, where mm. I, I personally, I love dogs. I love 
living with Margot. Whoops. Um, He's like, let me preface it with that. But he did have, he did, <laughs> my friend did have an issue usually with how like sometimes if, I don't think our house smells like a dog, but no. there are houses that aren't Well, clean. we don't have, yeah, we, we're not like vacuuming up pet hair every day or anything right. like that. Um, and that kind of smell, um, mm-hmm. like, you know, just that pet smell, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, did so you I, say the type of dog or the size? No. Um, because no. that know, would change. That would change our answer. Like a mastiff, <laughs> you know. There's dogs that are like small horses. Yeah, yeah, like, but yeah. I do think there are just some people that just aren't comfortable around dogs. And I think ultimately, in the end, this is just a personal opinion of mine that everyone can warm up to dogs. Yeah, obviously. But I still think there are some that have a trauma about it from when they were kids, True. or. They weren't raised in an environment in which they were comfortable around like a living animal, which True. I think is common for people who live in like True. more urban areas. And or this um, is not the first time this person has been very like, if it's not my way, I don't want to be around it in yeah. this relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That also might be part of this is not to say that he's wrong. That's those are his boundaries. That's what he wants. He doesn't want an animal around. Yeah. I mean, those these seem like the reasons he would not want a dog. I don't want a dog because it would smell. I don't want a dog because of the hair. Yeah. I don't want a dog because of shitting and pissing everywhere. Um, if it was a puppy and you have to train it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think the reality is that, listen, here's what it comes down to. You just you got to make a decision. Who's more important? <laughs> You know, you're not getting rid of the dog, first of all. And you also, want you the dog. You did make this decision. But so. that's the thing is you made the choice. You made a choice for your life. If you right? were living together and did this. Yeah. That's different. That I think would have been a problem. Yeah, yeah, then well that, yeah, yeah. But it's like you you live separately, you're dating someone, you made a choice for your life. I think unintended within that, you didn't realize the consequence of that is that the person that you're with might have a very particular idea of what they want in their life and if that involves animals. And it's not like he didn't communicate that he's not a fan of dogs prior to this yeah. she knew so it wasn't like you guys went to look at dogs well, together knew. Knew. and you were like and you made him a part of the decision process necessarily you made a decision it's not a bad decision you made it i mean you made a fine decision like you got a dog you wanted a dog but i also think like but it also your life might not include someone who doesn't want dogs when you want dogs and that might never change yeah it's a hard I one because warm up eventually. everybody i mean i can't imagine not liking a dog i'm trying to like replace this with something more do you like cats you know what i mean I don't mind. I don't mind pets at all. I'm just trying. Like, what if this was his? If it's not something I have to take care of, who gives a shit? Yeah, that's how I feel about it. It Doesn't affect me, you know. Yeah. True. It's just so crazy that he would dislike dogs this much. But the more I think about it, the more it's like it's a oh omnipresent thing. Like there's the, yeah. uh, the smell that he thinks of. There's hair that he thinks of. There's yeah, all yeah. This so shit there's other stuff. On. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah, like yeah, just people who grow up with dogs like don't even mind. Yeah. Don't even think that about shit, it. Whereas yeah, people yeah. who don't. And I imagine this also might have been something that was sort of taught to him by probably his parents. Because I remember when I was young and I wanted a dog, my parents would give me multiple reasons why we shouldn't get a dog. It's yeah. like, well, what if it's uh, got got to go out at midnight? You're going to have to take it for a walk at midnight. You know, what, what if Yeah, it, and then we lie to our parents and sick, said, yeah, you know? of course we're going to do that. And then we didn't. And well, they were the fucking adults and they had lying. to take care of the animal. <laughs> my parents were pushovers um, for that shit. But my friend who, like I said, used to sort of like, just was not, just didn't like... Like, oh, yeah, cute dog. Okay. And then mm-hmm. he would, whereas, like, I would be like, oh, dog, dog, dog. come on to the dog. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Roger, he's like, oh, yeah, that's, that's nice. And then eventually he got a dog. Mm. Yeah, with yeah. With his yeah, wife. Wow. And I just went to visit him over the summer. And he's a completely different person now when it comes that's to dogs. So funny. The dog loves him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And always will just wants to be in his lap and, like, sleep yeah. in his arm. And so whenever we're at the table, the dog, it's his dog comes up. Bubble, yeah, and the dog. And, his dog. And I think. People need that sort of 
moment or that sort of experience to really hook onto like a pet yeah. where the pet loves you. And yeah. so those things that you used to worry about, like, oh, it kind of smells once in a while or X, Y, Z, like yeah, you, kind of... you have that emotional connection to You let that go. Them. Like, you just yeah. like, all right, it's okay if you smell. It's fine. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the reality is that, like, it's not... I don't think it has to be as dramatic as, like, you got you lose all of your mutual friends and, like, no one can be around each other. I think that this is just a matter of, like, at this point, how someone is used to living and wants to live, how the decisions that you're making, how those sometimes conflict. And what's going to happen is either he's going to get used to it and you could, you know, make sure that really the apartment's super clean before he comes over for the nights that he comes over. Is he allergies? Or, I mean, that's a very good yeah, if he's a, I, But I feel like if, I feel like if he told you I'm allergic, you would have taken that a it little bit more seriously. It just seems like he's like, in the email. not a neat freak, but like. Yeah, he's just like, ah, it's too messy. It's too much. I right. Don't, it's I'm just, not, it's I'm just not comfortable. an aspect of life that It's like I've he's probably not even comfortable in. being over someone else's apartment in general, but that adds to the whole other layer of like, I, and I don't know what this situation is. But the reality is like, you're not going to get rid of this dog. You're going to have this dog for a long time. These are like lifetime commitments and your lives, either he's going to get closer to dog or he's not. And at that point, I think you're going to have to figure out like, okay, eventually for this is going to progress and we're going to move in together or do anything like that. This will always be an issue. I hope he starts to like the dog. I hope he starts to like the dog too. But on the other hand, he made it clear he didn't want a dog. Yeah. He doesn't like him. And you went out and got a dog. Kind Which of to me says that subconsciously, maybe you kind of wanted this to end. Yeah. <laughs> Which also... And now you want to keep all his friends? Oh, and I'll and I'll tell you what, uh, his friends. Isn't it their friends? Wasn't it their friends? Mutual friends? Yeah, yeah, it was mutual. Oh yeah, well, typical. Some are mutual, take some all are his hers. fucking friends. Well, I would say Fuck that you. my only other thing I wanted to bring up, my, the only other thing I wanted to bring up was the fact that like, okay, the, he expressed to you didn't like dogs. You went and got a dog. Fine. Yeah. What did you think? Why? It seems like there's a bit of like you if feel. You, let me finish. No. You feel stung mm. by his reaction. His reaction to you bringing your dog over to his apartment, mm. and I feel like that's something you're gonna need to get over. Like yeah. I don't think you should have any expectation that you should be allowed to bring over the dog whenever you want, as often as you want, to his apartment. Well, I didn't get that vibe. That I got just, that a little that bit. They're just bringing it over whenever they want. I, I think that they're saying I go over his apartment most of the time because he doesn't want to have the dog there the dog's at my apartment so he'll only stay with me once every two weeks and then i hang out with him other times which i wonder is that if that's even at nighttime because they don't want to leave the dog alone for that long um you just got roommates or yeah there's a lot of different things but here here's the thing um you you made a choice i think that's what it comes down to is you made a choice and like you know i guess if he was yeah if he was as vocal the thing is this is why I think that part of you wanted this to be the the catalyst for this to end. Because <laughs> if you really were like, this is someone or I want like to... Or it was a test. This is someone that yeah, I want to live... with. This is someone that I want to live with. Potentially our relationship's going to progress. Um, I'm going to... I think there's a part of you that was like, I'm going to... If you were... Okay, hold on. I'm high. <laughs> well, let me, re- yeah, let me restructure. Let me restructure. Let's, let me restructure. Let's that let hard me, drive, Let me girl. restructure. Let me restructure. What I'm saying is that if you saw your life being with this person... And actually including him in the decision process for getting a dog, you would have gone very differently about, hey, talking to him, I want to get a dog. Is that Mm. something that you're interested in? And been prepared to get a no. But you weren't. You didn't want to know. You wanted to just get the dog and then he has to deal with it. And I think that, like, I understand that. But when you do that, you make a decision for your life that someone else might not necessarily want to be a part of. And you push their hand on it because you didn't give them an opportunity to either say no and you have to make the choice yourself about what you were going to do first and feel bad or to be a part of it. But it might take longer than you wanted. You didn't include him in the decision, which means you weren't thinking about long term with him. 
And so I think that, listen, I'll tell you what, the Aries in you is what did that, <laughs> that is what did that fucking uh, passive aggressive, I'll get the dog and then he, we'll just see how he reacts shit. And the Taurus in you is what stays in shitty relationships longer than you should. So, bless. If this, if this was like a plot to break up, it was a fucking you got it. evil genius. You got it. Because if you explain this to anybody. You're always the good like, guy. <laughs> I got a dog. He hates dogs. Immediately people are like, <gasps> how could he hate dogs? Fuck that he dude. Hates dogs? <laughs> this is a great, you know, oh my God, this is a great way to initiate a breakup. <laughs> this is brilliant. The only problem is you have to find the one person on the planet so who doesn't smart. like dogs. Well, you found them. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Bulletproof. Unbelievable. I often find that people who don't like dogs had a traumatic, and traumatic, I use that word maybe a little not as heavily as I thought, but they had mm-hmm. a bad experience with the dog when they were young. Or yeah. they had parents whether, that had a bad experience with the dog. Ha- this girl I work with, Maria, she doesn't hate dogs, but is just a little like wary, wary uh-huh. of them on first meeting them because when she was a kid, and this was just a chihuahua, but the chihuahua like bit her toe and wouldn't let go, and so yeah. she was dancing Ooh, around with a chihuahua that was swinging around on her foot, and yeah, so yeah. like she's scared. She just has that now. It's always yeah, in her head. That, it makes sense. You know, so I have to realize that maybe there was something in the past that. Is informing this today. I've had a bad experience with most things that I've done, which is why I don't like to do anything. <laughs> Riding a bike, skiing, editing, driving, swimming, <laughs> breathing, fucking. I mean, all of it. Eating. Trauma Are everywhere. Are we going to do another one? Or yeah, let's do one more. One more? Fun. <laughs> okay. Trauma. Trauma. The podcast. Trauma. Uh, shit, I had one. Where'd it go? I have a friend that started a podcast called Trauma Queen. Love it. I love that. I'm sorry, guys. I had one. Wow. Daddy Keith had one job, one and a half jobs. Okay. This one sounds interesting. Well, one job is the sucking. Suckling. The suckling, suckling was the half job. <coughs> Excuse <laughs> me. Yeah, sure. Here you go. Handling relationships while working on self-development. Welcome to adulthood. Welcome to the <laughs> seminar of yeah, 101. This is what you'll be doing for the rest of your life. This is Tony Robbins' next seminar. <laughs> I'll take your seats. If you Hello. Look under your chair. <laughs> underneath your seats, you'll find swag. Hello, beautiful Queen Megan Dilfiest, Daddy Keith. Oh, Dilfiest. Like a dad, I right? like to fuck. And the incomparable. <laughs> really, just had that one locked and loaded. Freddie. Uh, and the incomparable and incredible Goddess Margot, spelled correctly. Goddamn nice. right! Wow, this is the one we're ending on tonight. Congratulations. My name is Isaac, and I'm a longtime listener, but a first-time questioner, so I hope this doesn't turn out too long. I love it. I wanted to write you guys because I feel like I'm in a very transitional phase in my life right now and hope you could help me with it. Uh, A bit of backstory on me. I am a gay 24-year-old biological human male that is starting his PhD slash thesis in October. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we almost at the end of October, girl. Wow. I started being sexually active. <laughs> I started. Not to, <laughs> no, not to stress you out, but holy shit, shit! By the time you hear this, fucking panic. Uh, and blah, blah. I started being sexually active at 22, uh, currently 24, and I have had regular sexual quote partners for certain periods of time, but nothing too serious with any of them. I was gonna say you've only had it for two years, so can't in be that this, long. In the span of two years, I've had around 23. Different sexual wow. partners. Yes! You, we hit the ground Just running. Knocking them down. Yes, fuck it up. Uh, with only uh, a few. Of old, old Tanjas. It does feel like the, and I don't mean this in any way, I just, I just do feel like people who are a little bit later in life who yeah. start getting sexually active fucking tend to fucking, yeah, <laughs> hit the ground running, man. Um, I think I slept with like half the people that I've slept with the first year. 
Like, yeah. But I think it was only, I mean, still, you got me B. I think it was only like six, five. Oh, this is fun. Like and fun. I'm an adult and I have a car, so I'm going to go around <laughs> and do this shit. Every two months, like different crazy. dick. This is great. Sometimes just once, awesome. Uh, in the span Perfect. of two years, I've had 23 different sexual partners, with only a few of them developing into relationships uh, mm-hmm. where we talk or text daily. Sorry, hold on. 23 partners? 23 different sexual partners. Two years? Yeah. Within two years, with only a few. 12, a 13 a year? So one, one, one a month? One a month. It's like Fuck fucking yeah. Netflix. Maybe a few at a time. I love it. Wow, this sounds great. What subscription service is this? Uh, throughout these two years, I've never really had anyone who could guide me through the ins and outs of relationships except for this amazing podcast. Boom. Uh, you guys have honestly taught me so much, especially when it comes to casual, strictly sexual relationships. You're welcome. That being said. <laughs> it's my side of things. I met a really nice guy back in November of 2017. Oh, fuck. November 2017. What a month, man. And we've been uh, seeing each other only for sex ever since. Oh, right. Wow. A long-term fuck, buddy. Now, I know this looks... uh, Now, I know how this looks, and you've probably already half-guessed what is going to happen. You have feelings. This boy is going to move next year... Fucking course! ...around March or April. I definitely had the emotional (laughs) maturity to know that getting into anything serious with this guy is going to be bad. That is not Especially true. when I know that I attach very easily mm. to sexual partners. Do you? <laughs> no, I mean, 23 in two years. Uh, that it's I've been... A lot, I mean, of, a lot of strings I mean, each there. one, strong attachment. Might be still uh, crying over every single one. You don't yeah, know. It's, I've, that, okay, um, let me go back. Especially when I know that I attach very easily to sexual partners that I have had over long periods of time. Long periods, mm. okay. Gotcha. Uh, what I don't have the emotional maturity for, though, is saying no to that dick, which is honestly the bombest dick I've ever had. I'll admit that I've been yeah, dickmatized. In- Listen, you selfish bitch. You can't just <laughs> hold on to dick for two years and then just think it's never going to go away. That's like It's like you're ha- you had the greatest job ever. It's not going to last forever. Eventually, you got to move on. Just have memories of that. Well, you that also dick. you want to know why it's the best dick? Because you fucking love him, you dummy. Yeah, like, that's why <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> fucking idiot. I don't attach unless I've been sleeping with them for the long for the a long time. Introduce the person I've been sleeping with for a fucking year <laughs> out of two years. The only person I've been and sleeping with long term. And they just happen to have the best dick out of all my twenty three partners. the best dick. Well, you know what? Here's a question: Before you even stress yourself out about like. I don't know if I can have something serious. Has the issue even come up between this guy about anything being serious? Or is he just cool with this once a month we fuck stuff? Like, because that might be it. It goes on to say, I'll admit that I've been digmatized. And part of me wants to ride the wave until he leaves and just let myself feel what I feel. You're going to ride the wave until he leaves. Whatever that may be. Wave mean dick? That's the word we're using. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wave. When he leaves. (laughs) This is where the (laughs) self-development part comes in. Okay. I recently... Uh, realize common that common sense will talk you out of dick every time. It's the well, this, fucking uh, this worst. This sounds like it's like <laughs> it's uh, fucking worse. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the term is, but <laughs> it sounds being like grown up sucks. I have to find a new path. I've recently realized that I need to work on myself a lot, mainly because I haven't liked who I was for the past few years, physically, mentally, and emotionally, and that has led me to use. And that has led me to use sex and also social media to validate myself. Oh, of course. I've already taken some... I've already taken some... Welcome, (laughs) welcome. Welcome, we all are doing that. Hi. (laughs) I've already taken some steps that I think are a good idea. Example, uh, stopping social media, exercising more often, pursuing more of my passions, slowing down on sex. Uh, I have even thought about stopping having sex altogether. Because you want to date this dude. (laughs) What are you talking about? (laughs) I guess what I mainly want to know from you guys is how you would have dealt with this situation. And if you know of any sources of info that could be helpful, do you think that building emotional maturity concerning sex can be done while constantly feeding the part of you that you know slash think is unhealthy? 
Thank you guys and keep up the great podcast. I mean, I can tell you what I would do. But I don't know if it's good advice. Yeah, those two things. That's a line up. <laughs> Let me tell you what I would do. I'd fuck him for the next year until he leaves. Uh, the, during the entire time, I would be like staring at him while he's asleep, trying to imagine not loving him. <laughs> This is all <laughs> healthy. Da 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 da. Good uh, advice. Then I'd fuck his dad. <laughs> I, would, I would put like myself directly like exposed to the thing I'm obsessed with and I'm fucking crazy about. And then I would just like try to. I'd be fucking him, but emotionally weaning myself off of him, so that when the time came to say goodbye, I could say goodbye. But within that, I probably would throw a few passive aggressive little things to just see if he wants something more. He probably wouldn't. I'd internalize it and be hurt by it, even though I have no reason to be hurt by it. <laughs> and I'd annoy all of my friends to the point. That they told me to please stop fucking talking about him. You broke up two years ago. So that's when I would start writing fan fiction. <laughs> that's when I would start writing fan fiction. I would definitely get involved in maybe a new CW show and I would just <laughs> internalize and externalize all of my angst um, for something that I can't monetize, but you know, brings me joy. Next. Oh, uh, you have any, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I just feel like, like at least say something because if he moves, <coughs> you, you didn't say anything. You're gonna be real pissed. Well, I mean, so. the person writes here. I definitely have the emotional maturity to know that getting into anything serious with this guy is going to be bad. That's not necessarily so true, but well, I think not, it would have happened. But I think this person just knows that this is going to end. Yeah. And yeah, I don't. Sometimes you you rent to lease, you don't rent to own. You know, what I'm saying you can't have that <laughs> dick on lockdown. Let that dick go. Other people deserve it, too. <laughs> I mean, therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I mean, I just you feel like... You can use for better things, help. I, I like that you want to improve yourself. My voice is... I'm losing it. I know. Um, We're taking it. And you want to work on yourself in terms of your development. I feel like Megan has done that several times throughout living with her, where, like, you know, I, I even think you not drinking is a part of you sort of... Yeah. Trying to grow in a way or just, you know, have relationships that aren't affected by alcohol. Yeah, and yeah, things for like sure. that. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, take your time to work on yourself. You're so fucking young, um, 24 years old. This person's going to move away. I mean, if you want to have a conversation with this person about it. <laughs> at some point. Go for it. But it, it seems like this person, regardless, is moving. And it seems like at that point, that is when this relationship will end. Yeah. I, I did the same thing when I moved to L.A. I was with a girl. Oh, I remember this. wasn't super serious, yeah. but I was with her and... Honestly, in a weird way, if I y'all fucking one time. wasn't moving, we probably would have broken up sooner. But because we were, You're like, because I was eventually moving, we're like, might as well just be together until I move mm-hmm. and enjoy the benefits of that. Um, he means sex. But even, even though like, I knew he it was... means happiness. He yeah, I meant pure <laughs> happiness. But even though I knew I was moving away and I knew that this was ending, I still like remember hugging and crying with her. Yeah. Like the last night we spent together before. Yeah. I think it was like the night or maybe two nights before I left. And then Keith got on that plane and when he showed up, the, all the emotions were gone and the sunshine entered those and cavernous just, little holes. Uh, I went straight to a dispensary and it's been, a, <laughs> honestly, it's been a blur ever since, guys. And then we've just been fucking bitches <laughs> ever since, Do you think friends, it was girls. because you were leaving her, or you were mourning the breakup or do you think it was because you were changing your life dramatically Probably that mixed. next day? And that was just silent. like... The fact I got emotional? Things yeah, were about to I mean, change. a lot of times like, I'll get emotional over something and it's like... There's a lot other shit going on here that I'm just not choosing to focus on. I think I'm the type of person who tends to... I saw my brain because I rolled my eyes so hard just now. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of your best looks, to be honest. That's good. I'm working on it. I don't know. I just think I often like... 
either a push my emotions to the side until it's I'm re- until it's appropriate to have them. Like I try not to worry, but on the flip side, I'm always worrying about something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's always something to be crying about. That's what adult is. So I don't know. I just think. What do you need me to cry on? I got a million different things to pull from. Yeah. Anyway, the point that this person said, like, I'll just ride the emotional wave after they leave. And just feel what I feel. Like, yeah, I think that's a to. fine, that's, I think that's, that's honestly healthy. a very mature way to look at it. And to be like, I know I'm going to feel like shit. I'm prepared for it. Yeah. Like, but let me enjoy this while I have but it. But I'll enjoy this while I have it. And also, so I think you're in a good place. I'll learn that things end. And they don't have to always end too soon or on a bad note. Sometimes things just change. But I think we all go through these sort of like self evaluations periodically through our lives where it's like, mm. man, I keep doing this. Yeah. Should I be doing this? Mm-hmm. Should I maybe be changing? Is well, or the other thing know. is, like, one thing is dominating my life a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, mm-hmm. it's drinking or drugs or whatever. It's casual, random sex. You mm-hmm. know, it's nice to, like, realize that something's dominating your decision-making and your yeah, life yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And just try something else. Yeah. Maybe go back to it. I don't know. I mean, even see me. I'll, I'll go through a month where I'm like, I'm not smoking at all. Like, I won't get high at all. Because uh, I, I know this doesn't make any it, sense. Well, have we made it through a full month before? I, I have. I've, I've done it a few times. Maybe two or three times since okay. the beginning. What were you going to say? I though? thought you were for sure you were going to say, like, I, I've gone through months where I've fucked 30 guys. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, yeah, yeah totally. totally. We've all been there. Yeah. Those are my favorite months of Keith. I've never, I will say that I've never, I don't think I've ever used sex in a way that some people say they use sex, like, mm. as a way to feel validated yeah, I mean, yeah. or, or something like that. That th- blows my mind. I think I've done it in a way that, not that I didn't feel things or I wasn't attracted to them or I didn't like have this kind of romantic vision of like what it might be. Yeah. But when I look back <coughs> at the reality of it, I oh, think, goodness. did you really like them or did you just, they liked you and so you filled in the blanks? And you liked so that they I th- liked So I look at, I think of it differently now when mm. I look back. I'm like, I think I was trying to validate myself or at least I was, so, I, so I, was te- it, I was testing a lot of things out. Well, do you think, is it, is it the fact that they eventually fuck you that sort of, Seeing that them make that decision is what makes you feel good. Is that is that what you like chose. just by the mere fact that oh he I did f- have sex with me means he must like me in some way. I think for part of my experience has little... been because I just I didn't do anything, and then all of a sudden I was twenty six and having sex. Mm-hmm. There's a whole part of my life where I missed the whole oh he has a crush on me, oh he's courting me, mm-hmm. oh we're dating, oh that's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I missed all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So my high school was just like. In my high school and college, it was like mm-hmm. I have a crush on someone and I've like put them on a pedestal, but I don't look at anyone else and they don't, uh, they're also not doing anything. We're not dating or anything. So it's just this tense, painful crush that I have. I did that for a long time. And then mm-hmm. once I was in, it was like a different experience to have someone being like, oh, I actually want to do these things to you and I'm into this. And so it's, you, it's a weird, you're just experiencing everything for the first time in a hyper way from everyone else that's gone through it over years and years and years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think people use sex for a lot of different reasons and at different points in their life in different ways. Yeah. And um, we can all look back at a time that I'm sure we had connected some of our worth or something to our attractiveness to someone. And and I don't know. I think there's just the way you look at how you went about relationships and sex, I think, changes as you get older when you look back and you have more experience. And you're like, oh, that's mm. what I was trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. I didn't even understand this part of it. Mm. Interesting. So... Yeah. You good, girl? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. You done? Sure. (laughs) Did you get it all out? Do you have anything else you want to say? No, just keep fucking. (laughs) Just keep fucking. Wrap it up. Clearly. Wow. 
if you want to support the podcast, make sure you subscribe to. Uh, there's too, there's too much. There's just too many dudes on this podcast right now. Too much white <laughs> dudes. Too much. It's Aquarius and Capricorn. It's like the most fucking. Oh, your goddamn oh, signs. Interesting. But you wouldn't have known that if I didn't tell you, right? Yes. Have you seen that recent <laughs> Twitter thread post that went around yes. where the guy was like, "All you month, like making fun of people who." I are- actually thought you were an Aries. I thought you were another Aries sign. Continue. Oh, um, <laughs> I just didn't feel like you know. Yeah, yeah, fair. It was just somebody who was making fun of uh, people who believe in in you know yeah. astrology or at least like whatever. And so they were like, "That's so like," and I, and he said like, "I'm a Capricorn," oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like that's such a Capricorn thing He's to say. Like, then nah, his response was like, "I tricked your asses again. I'm, <laughs> I'm actually a blah blah blah." <laughs> He was like a Virgo, that. and then and they were like, "Of course." And he was like, "Nah, I'm kidding. I'm a fucking Scorpio." Yeah, Something yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you, Beebs. Yep. Um, listen, if you want to support the podcast, make sure you follow us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, all of those fun places. You can also check us out on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Adventures and Roomating. You become a Patreon BB, and uh, you guys keep the podcast free as fuck. You know, free as free pink. as fuck. Uh, we want to shout out Lee. Lee has a podcast called Lady and the Drunk, available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow them on Instagram at Lady and the Drunk. They're two stand-up comics with a refreshing non-PC look into today's topics and everyday struggles. And of course, my fat puss gets a shout out. We also have Dean Debbie Downer, Sam. It's too much, too much, Broder. Rachel, she's all that. Gregory, Sean, missing you more, miss more. Samantha, the truth is out there vetting. Uh, ooh. Priscilla Quia, that is it, Ramirez and Eric, you know, Namino. And it's time for the tuckening. Tuck we tuck them in. <laughs> it's the tucking egg. I don't know. I think it was the fucking at first, and then. We were just talking about sex a lot. Song? You'll know once the chorus kicks in. I know in. what this is. Daniel Leonard, Jimmy Frazier, Trika Santiago, Claudia Rodriguez, Teresa Morales, Carlo Rosco, Jimmy, Cody Astolosa, Ricardo Brajas, Becca Murray, Kyle Iki, and Kate. If I didn't read your name, it's because you're not right with your lord or your credit card provider. <laughs> Girl, that's what we I had. I missed the Lonely Island. That's what we had before Vine. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, that, these are the things we enjoy. Wow, this is from 2010. 2010. Jesus Christ. Girl, do you remember the... Eight years ago? Mm, what you say when they kept shooting them on the SNL sketch? Do you remember that? It was like a big sketch? thing because they were... Sketch? Because they were making fun of like an OC episode where like every time someone got shot, it went to slow motion and this fucking Imogen Heap song started playing. <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh, we'll it was have like, to look it up I later. think it was one of the first like digital sketches yeah, kind yeah, of that yeah, came yeah. out that was like a huge deal and everyone was remaking it. I'll show it to you after. And it's some mm, internet history. Say. Internet history. All right. I think Shia LaBeouf was in it too. I don't know. I don't, anyway. Internet history. Wow. I'm Megan Tonjes. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. Uh, my name is Keith Batista. Uh, Keith WA crew on Twitter. Keith without a crew everywhere else. I'm Max No Sleeves. <laughs> and, uh, oh, um, got the my podcast, Pixcast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pixcast. P-I-C-K-S. Yeah, girl. You make picks. YouTube videos or what do you do? Is it all one word? The Pixcast? Pixcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I make YouTube videos. I make a lot of Facebook videos these days. I know you look at you on the Facebook. My Facebook Bring page me is over. doing great I gotta, for my photography. I got to focus on my Facebooks. Um, my Facebook up. So anyway, what is, what is the podcast real quick if you want to describe it? Uh, it's <laughs> my friend Danny is a degenerate gambler, lunatic. Well, we both are, I suppose. <laughs> you had to focus your, um, the worst parts of you into a podcast. my vices. <laughs> so we cool. start trying to, yes, exactly. We're trying to monetize our crippling horrible gambling losses <laughs> and uh so we talk about so try to recuperate mitigate sports, <laughs> some but of that really 
It's a sports podcast. I say it's a sports podcast in hopes of I mean, some, someday getting sponsored by ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going so far? Are you on the, on the track to that? Uh, well, like the last one we talked about, Danny t- told this story about how he like he had a butterfly. Oh, he killed the butterfly, yeah. He, like, f- he, like, he f- a butterfly like flapped on his hand, and he was like, oh, "This is such a wonderful Disney moment." <laughs> and then he like flicked it off, and it couldn't fly, and it face planted yeah, right into, into a rock, the water. And then an ocean wave came and dragged yeah. it out and drowned. Well, that's the circle of life, right there. And then he said he kept seeing dead butterflies, oh. and he like realized it on like while he was telling me the story. He was like, you know what the craziest thing is? I saw the same dead butterfly like the next day. I was like, no, you didn't. That's another dead butterfly. He's like, well, no, because then I saw him again at my house. Oh, my God. Butterflies are dying around him. Yeah, it's not a good sign. That's not. not good I, I watch a lot of movies. That's not a good sign. <laughs> butterflies you know, start dying. You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Wow. All right. Uh, I'm done with you. Good night. Good night. And Goodbye. Goodbye.